This week on the BEMCAST, we're going to ram Captain America down your throats. One star, we're in for America. All right, and welcome to the BEMCAST. Hey, BEMCAST. Episode 323. Ooh, it's a palindrome for (laughs) America. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Heck yeah. Robots. But the bad bad movies and stay with they get a negative sliding scale one of five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. Boo. It has Boo. done vampires. No robots yet. Not a single one. That's no. So, although Case Two is not a robot. Um. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Yes. Uh, because we like synergy, uh, we decided to do 1979's Captain America TV movie in honor of Civil War coming out this week. Right. Yeah, with Captain America. Captain right. America's hot right now. We've already watched oh, the he's other always Captain hot, America. Chuck. Yeah. We did that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a super show. We did. We Super Soldier Special. So Super Soldier Special. Super Soldier Special. Let's uh let's do a plot summary for this little uh, escapade and can talk about this a little bit more. Okay. A recipient of an experimental body enhancement chemical retaliates against his would be killers as a star spangled superhero. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So you know Star Spangled Superhero. America. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Captain um, America. Nineteen seventy nine, uh Reb Brown. TV movie. They made two TV movies in the same year. I think it was supposed to go to series and just never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is one half of all that's left. Red Brown. Yeah. Red Brown. And you know the story of Captain America. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And tell if, it. If this is do. not it. <laughs> oh, this is not that story. <laughs> if you do, you need not apply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forget that story. Huh? This is the Red Brown Captain America story. Yes. This is a 1979 Captain America story with none of that whole Nazi anything oh no like no it's got vans no unfrozen caveman (laughs) soldier none of that Mm -mm. he wasn't frozen originally that was just later to bring him back anyway um yeah (laughs) Uh i guess we gotta talk about this now are there any other banff cast people we need to mention before we go on they probably are uh i don't think so nobody important nah i didn't really i mean i don't know if the guy used to chase the a-team was in anything we've ever done before but (laughs) i don't think he used to chase the a-team he did that's lance the galt he chased the a-team around Okay. He was mad at the 18. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck, where do we even start with this movie? Because this movie starts and goes for a while before anything happens. <laughs> like, yeah. well, like at all. Yeah. Well, like we said, TV movie. TV movie. Mm. But I mean, they they milk their two hours probably worse than some other ones I've seen. Because, yeah, yeah, they it do. It could have been like yeah. 64 minutes. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of helicopter flying. Well, I mean, the whole beginning section is Captain America coming home from no, Steve I, Rogers. Oh, I'm sorry. Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Steve. Steve. Coming home from <laughs> the war. Military? Yeah, military type things. He's done with the war. He's done with He's a man of peace. He's no done with he's, he's done with army, mother. He's not going to um, be told when to get up or mm-hmm. when to go to bed anymore. But yeah, he's he's just driving around in a sweet van with yeah. Jonathan Livingston Seagulls on the side. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um goes to visit a surfer dude buddy. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Guy has his mail. I don't know yeah. why. It's just it's a scene. 
It's just to have another person in this movie. Guy he shows seen. up and, you know, it's like, I'm just going to walk the earth. I'm done with I'm done with armying. And look, I'm going to draw. Here, I drew this for you. <laughs> I'm done with army, mother. <laughs> I'm but, not going back to army. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he drew him a sweet thing that could be on the side of a van. It was the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I assume Most was, sweet things were drawn to be on the side of a van. I assume this was supposed to be artwork for a surfboard, perhaps, because this guy looked like he might make surfboards. Yeah. For a living, perhaps. I don't know. But Steve Rogers is homeless. He's got his van, but he never arrives at a destination that belongs to him. No. Ever. He said it's going to be his home on wheels. Right. So he's just going to van around, you know, Mm -hmm. picking up sweet ladies, going down to Van Nuys Boulevard. (laughs) Van. Yeah. Yeah. More like Van Guys Boulevard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Um, (laughs) Sorry. You just softballed that one up there. That's what I do. I, I guess... What you'll notice about Reb Brown immediately if you decide to watch this mm-hmm. is he is not in our normal mode that we're used to with Reb Brown. No. Because we're used to him just being like yelling. Yeah. A lot. Saratoga Blade. Yeah. But no, and he's he's subdued. He is the calmest motherfucker on the planet for the for the entire movie for the most part. To oh, the yeah. point of really making Steve Rogers seem like an absolute idiot. Because like people will ask him things and they will just cut to five seconds of Reb Brown just staring at them, not saying anything. You're mm-hmm. like, that guy... It's not a lot going on up that there. Slow. <laughs> Steve Rogers is dumb. <laughs> kind of, yes. You need some super brain serum there. Yeah, but he talks with his friend, gets some kind of telegram that's like, hey, come here. Yeah. Well, he, it's, he, he, yeah, and it's like, so he's got, you know, can I use your phone? Mm-hmm. I got to call this guy who left me a vague thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just some guy in an office. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you come hang out? Why? I don't know. I can't really tell you. Just yeah. just come on and hang out. We're going to hang. Yeah. It'll be great. Grow out. Play some GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> be like, It'll be like, all right, okay. man, I'll, I'll come see you. I got nowhere to be because mm-hmm. I'm living in my van. <laughs> yeah. But as he leaves, there's a guy who's been watching him. And he's like, that's him. Yeah. And he's, he's like chasing phoning 18, in. But now yeah. he's just chasing Captain America. Right? Yeah. And so he's radioing ahead to people because Steve's hit the road in his sweet van. And there's like a road construction crew. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. He's coming up. Got to stop him. So they divert him onto a side road, and then they call ahead to a semi truck that's basically one of those. Uh, it's basically one of those like asphalt laying trucks, kind of. Yeah. But I guess they filled it with oil. Sure. Because they're like, all right, he's coming up your way. So this, they of course spray the entire road with oil. I believe the line is something very close to "He's coming, pull out." <laughs> Which yeah, starts us down a road yeah. of wow. There's some dialogue in this movie that's uh, yeah. You can have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. There's. I'll just go. Let's just go ahead and say it. There's a large portion of this movie where you to close your eyes and not watch what's going on. You would probably assume you're watching a gay porno. I'm, I'm just saying. There is a lot there's of a homoerotic. Lot- there's a lot of lines. There's a lot of things on. said. A lot like, of glances. A lot of. Lingering. I mean, there's weird grunting noises in the beginning. There's, yeah. there's a lot. Like when he was hanging out with his surfer friend, they just kept kind of looking and lingering at each other. Like, yeah, I could totally just hang here with you, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so the road's just coated with oil, mm-hmm. and man, he hits the oil. <laughs> oh yeah, he hits the oil, and it is just—it's three minutes of American drifting. <laughs> yeah, it, it defeats every feature on the van. Just absolutely like being able to go forward, being able to turn, just whatever. Yeah, and at first he's doing like a sweet power slide. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, keep yeah. it up, Steve. He's doing pretty good. And he does like a 180. And, and the best part is like when they cut to him inside, he's like, huh. And he's spinning the wheel like slow, but he, he's just kind of like, 
Wow. All right. Making a left-hand turn. I guess this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bummer, A little man. traffic might need a little more space. <laughs> yeah. but we're good. Didn't plan to go this way, but yeah. I guess yeah. I'm going yeah. this way. All right. There's, I should tell those guys there's a road hazard here, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, he's, he's doing donuts. And, and at one point, he's just cruising down the road in reverse. Because uh-huh. that's like he's leveled himself out, but sadly, he's in reverse. Yeah. It, it never seems at any point does he actually bother to do the simple thing of actually trying to stop. No, I mean, oh, he's just, no. you know, it's... oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, that's no, silly. no, no, that's no. silly. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, yeah. this just gives them a reason to like do a lot of cameras bolted to the bottom of the, you know, bolted to the axle down there and mm-hmm. dozens of shots yeah. of this thing doing its stuff until he finally careens off the edge and just rolls that sucker. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of gets out of it. It's like, yeah. oh, that sucks. Yeah. Tears his shirt. Yeah, he somehow tears his shirt in the process and looks behind the van and sees that his motorbike has fallen off. Yeah, he he's like, ah, oh, shit. He did have a sweet dirt bike on the back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, rolling your van will somehow toss your dirt bike off. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See what I mean? He's, yeah, he's all... pretty slow. <laughs> he's pretty slow. <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen. Rolling your van. <laughs> toss your dirt bike off. Yeah, yeah but, but this is basically the first break because because uh-huh. like, he, he walks out he's like ah oh, damn yeah and the next scene is him in the lab with a pen and a pad dr simon yeah. mills oh dr Simon, that's his name yeah okay it just you know yeah in the lab with dr simon mills yeah and, yeah and that guy's just like steve well good to see you come over here check this check, check out this mouse let me show you the scienceing we've been doing <laughs> mm-hmm. we gave this mouse a thing and he could lift well weights. it's a rat but lab rat but yeah sure whatever so, so they've got this. They've got this lab rat, and he's he's hooked up to like a pulley system with a weight behind it. Mm-hmm. And the, the doctor gives him like, well, if this was a human, he'd basically be lifting the equivalent of, of twenty five hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that's pretty impressive. And that's... he's like, he's got another one in a uh, like a, a hamster wheel type yeah. thing. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's running the equi- human equivalent of fifty seven miles per hour. And he's like, well, that's pretty impressive too. He's like, yeah, but they they died about a week or two. Mm-hmm. He's like, that, it's just a thing. They, like, oh, they, man. they break down. It's a bummer, like, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool, but you know, like. He's like, well, let me tell you why they're doing that. We've been giving them a super steroid called Flag. Your dad made it out of his DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know your dad, Steve? And Steve was just staring at him like, we got uh, it from his flag stuff. Yeah, no. Full latent ability gain is right. what Flag stands for. Bullshit. <laughs> flag. But yeah, so he's like, you know, well, there's a reason we asked you here, Steve. You know, the the rats die every every two weeks or so because they don't have the genes. Mm-hmm. Guess who has the genes, Steve? Guess genes? <laughs> you do. And Steve's just like, duh. <laughs> like, oh, the answer is you, Steve. You have them. Yeah. Your father's DNA, which he passed down to you naturally. <laughs> he passed it along naturally to you. Through his jizz <laughs> that he put in your mom. <laughs> He's still not getting it. He's just like, (laughs) like, uh, um, like, yeah, I no man. Did he hand it to the store? My my parents never had sex. That didn't happen. Besides, my mom's dead, and my dad's dead too. It didn't happen. I'm here. And what's just like uh, he didn't hand me any kind of blue jeans whatsoever. (laughs) But it all leads to Steve being like. Nah, nah, I don't want to do any of that. That just doesn't. That's not me, yeah, man. I I'm, live by my own rules. I'd now. rather be a surfing drifter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get into my own adventures. I'm not yeah. gonna be your lab rat, man. But good luck to you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'll see you later. Best of luck to you. Yeah, yeah. And the I, guy's I, I just gotta like, go see a guy about a thing. Yeah, and the guy's like, know. really? That's yeah. how you feel? The professor's like, well, um... <laughs> Because um, he's told him, he's like, I've been a professor for six years and been failing all six. And it's like, well, you're a shitty guy, <laughs> science man. He's like, my partner's been here for three and has also been failing. It's like, well, you got, where do you guys get your grant money? <laughs> yeah. So but they're, they're not, it's not happening without Steve. No. They make it clear. Yeah. And Steve's like, like, like oh, Steve's well. like, it's not happening with me. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. So he goes to visit his friend, though. We still have no idea. We assume he's some, like, an architect. Because there's a guy with a drafting table behind him when he calls. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, I don't know what he does, but apparently he's a scientist, too. He just works in more of a, yeah. you know, drafting yeah, more, style office. Yeah, he has more tabling um, to do. <laughs> but he goes to this guy's house and, you know, goes to the door and opens it and it's, it's open. He's just calling out for him. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Calls, calls out for Jeff like 20 times mm-hmm. while walking around the house yeah. until he comes to an office, his office, that is, I would say it's it's apparent it's been robbed but not like it's not you, been ransacked right no it's just kind of like there's a there's a it's lamp out of place over. and a couple things like a couple books out of place mildly. but really mildly yeah he just kind of looks at me and he's like oh well Jeff's like, got, maybe there Jeff's was a messy brief earthquake in the area and a couple of things <laughs> toppled over but <laughs> very very specific earthquake to this, yeah. this yeah. one room so. this little mini tornado in the room <laughs> yes they, only about three feet tall those happen um so he like looks at a thing on a desk, which we find out later is a camera, but you can never tell by looking at it. He's just studying it like, what is, mm-hmm. what is this? Um, it's a little spy camera. Yeah. Yeah. But at and the so time, we we're looking at it like, I, I knew what that was. Did you? I, I had, had no idea. idea. Yeah. Okay. You um, got to pay more attention to spy movies. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. He's not paying attention because suddenly the chair moves behind the desk and he goes, oh, oh. goes around and there's <laughs> Jeff. Oh, hey, Jeff. What are you doing down there? Dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jeff is alive long enough to go, whatever his wife's name. Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. Then he goes, Steve. And then he goes, please. And then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Steve's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, all right. Mm. Shit. Um, so while that happens, while he's like hunched over him, like, you know, please tell me more. I don't understand yeah. my name and Catherine yeah. and please. She's in castle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the guy who did the killing sneaks out of the closet and yoinks the camera off the desk and sneaks out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's after Steve leaves the room, but yes. Yeah. He leaves. Cause Steve's okay. downstairs calling right. the police. All oh, right. Yeah. Please hurry. Yeah. But he, yeah, he takes, <laughs> he takes the desk calendar and the, and the camera and sneaks away. And Steve never notices him leave despite being on the phone right next to the front door. Yeah. But just doesn't see it. Whatever. Happen. Guy gets away. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it's, it's weird. It's like not even the cops don't even show up. The first person he's talking to is Simon, the, the scientist guy from earlier. Yeah. He's like, oh. asking him a few questions about the guys dying. Yeah. Was like, and, and they stopped referring to him as Jeff. He's now, um, uh, whatever the hell his name is. He's, they now, for the rest of the movie, they refer to him by his last name. You know, right. like, where's what's his face's Hayden. You know, Hayden. Yeah, yeah. Where's Hayden's microfilm or where's his camera? Right. Why well, you be Hayden? He, so, uh, his buddy, Dr. Simon Mills, shows up and is asking mm-hmm. questions and then it's like, oh, have you met my friend, California FBI man, who comes in and is just like, so, Steve, look at this room carefully. What looks different than the last time you were in here? And he's like, you know, well, it's like, Jeff's not know. on the floor anymore. They took yeah. him away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in here. Yeah. I was standing over there before. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, I didn't see it, but yeah. pretty sure the room didn't have me in it <laughs> right. before I yeah. got here. Before I arrived. <laughs> yeah. So... But it's basically like, wait a minute, there was a camera here. So what was on it, Steve? Fancy little camera. I don't know. It was empty. <laughs> I guess it was empty. Yeah. Where's the film? I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, there was a desk calendar here, too. It's like, 
there any names on it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Thanks, Steve. Yeah, that's basically all the useful information he gets. And then, then somebody walks in and is like, hey, you know, his daughter's here. And then they're like, oh, does she know? And he's, she's like, he's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> she might have seen the coroner leaving. Yeah. <laughs> that that might have tipped her off. Yeah. All the emergency vehicles are still there. I don't She might have put it together. I don't know. Yeah. But let's go find out. But he's like, all right, whatever. I'll go tell her. Yeah. And he goes downstairs and it's, you know, it's the pretty young girl. Yeah. Whatever. You know, daughter of this guy. And of course, he's I guess he knows her because he's known this guy his entire life. Right. So he hugs her. And of course, she's like, no, oh, no, no, no. And like, apparently she freaks off, like freaks out off camera. because She's just kind of crying. Like, oh, I can't believe my, dad's, my dad's, dead. dad's dead. This is sad. It's, it's a pretty normal human response. But, you know, like it, it does this like quick break. I'm sure it's another commercial break. Yeah. Um, and like now everyone's like, well, how, how's Tina? How is she? And it's like, she's pretty she's pretty upset. I to, we should probably take her to the hospital. Yeah. She'll be in the hospital for one yeah. or two days. He, the one guy goes, I've given her a sedative. Right. We need to bring her to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. What it's kind like, of sedative do you give she has a case. How, how do you treat grief at a hospital? Yeah. Just inject them with, with volume a, and take them to the hospital. Sedatives, yes. Yeah. 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 Just put them in there for one to two days. What an impractical woman. She's, she lost her mother a few months ago, and now their father's dead. <laughs> right. And she's, she's crying. She's crying. Get that woman to a hospital. we got to make that shit Irrational. stop. So put her in a waking yeah. coma. Yeah. But I, I guess that happens. I don't know. But Steve Steve gets a call, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he's still hanging out in this house, but he gets a call, and it's basically a guy on the phone. He's like, hey, you want to know about what happened to, to Hayden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come meet me at this gas station. You know where that is? All right, cool. See you there in 20. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? The guy on the phone is actually like, don't interrupt me. I'll see you there in 20 minutes. I'll explain it all then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because, right. th- because this is the bad guy from the first scene. Yeah. Who was like watching him from the car. And yeah, right. there was a point where he met with his boss, who I don't think we they ever really name. Uh, I mean, even if they do. It, it doesn't matter. Stick. It's just, but it's a boss big, who's like beefy white man. He's like, did did you get the film? And he's yeah. like, well, we got the camera, but there was no film. And he goes, well, where's the film? Yeah, did. <laughs> he's like, well, Steve Rogers was there, and then they said something to him before he died. Yeah, well, because basically he's, he's like, like well, who, who did the hit or whatever? And he's like, oh, well, I didn't get the information before he killed the guy. He's like, well, it was kind of an accident killing the guy, but Steve Rogers was there. Mm-hmm. He's like, like oh, so you failed there too. And you he's like, be lucky that you didn't kill him. He's with like, your wait, oil wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, it's like he talked to him before he died. He's like, oh, well, obviously he told him everything, <laughs> right? In that five seconds they talked as he was dying. Yeah. Um, get him. So yeah, let's go get him. So that that's the plan. He, that's why he gets this phone call. Yeah. But yeah. so he goes to this dark, like you know, not lit at all gas station. Closed gas and, station. And it's him on his motorcycle park there and car pulls up and he you know sees the headlights and two doors open and and we don't see anybody get out he's just like hey who who are you two and they're like yeah where's the where's the microfilm steve yeah you know he's like, what what he's like, microfilm what are you talking about and at very end as steve sense rightly goes off it's like i should probably get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and this begins a car slash motorcycle chase in pitch fucking black. I mean, oh, like, yeah. I mean, we've, we've said things about people not lighting movies. Like, they didn't even try. Like, they didn't even bring out a flashlight. This is just, there's they, nothing but the headlights. Yeah, they thought they would light it with the headlights, but because the roads are so winding, the headlights are never focused right. on anything. So it's like, well, all right. One flashlight is chasing two flashlights. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, cares? <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, they go around a couple corners like we're supposed to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, you know, Steve goes and like cross traffic and there's a car there and he has to swerve out of the way and ends up going down another cliff now on his motorcycle. Right. Lands on his head. Right. Mm-hmm. And the motorcycle, motorcycle keeps going down and explodes. Yeah. It lands on a bush and the yeah. bush explodes. Yeah, the, the burning bush. Yeah. And the other guy looks at it and he's like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, well the guy, yeah, the guy, yeah, that, the guy that caused the swerve. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he kind of didn't hit me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, am I liable? And it's like, I was just there's driving kinda here. There's kind of nobody else here. And I, and I got priors. Yeah. I should, I should go. That dude's yeah. probably fucking dead. I'm yeah. just going to go. No maybe, one will know. To be here. fair, maybe he wouldn't got help because the very next scene is him. And well, he's not even in the hospital still. Now he's back at like the, the lab. He's oh, in the yeah. lab operating room. Yeah. Like strung up. Jesus, know. Jesus out. Just yeah. arms <laughs> yeah, out, right. you know, million IVs in him. And, they're and, just like, and of course, they're like, man, we're losing him. He lost too much blood before we got in here. And of course, Simon eventually is like, well, I know one thing they can probably you say. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the other lady, the assistant lady's like, no, you can't. He's like, he's like, what choice do we have? He yeah. dies if we don't. Right. He's lost too much blood. Yeah. It's just too much. You got to plant the flag yeah. in this guy. Uh-huh. Put it in there. Yeah, put his in father's jeans deep inside. Yeah. Put him right inside. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, they inject him with the DNA urine thing. <laughs> yeah, they do. And it takes a few a few seconds. You know, they're watching the heart monitor. And then, well, he dies. And then Steve grabs. Well, he, he flatlines. Yeah, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He flatlines first, and they're like, ah, oh, shit. And then he... You know, well, grabs. He, yeah. Not only does he wake up and grab him, but like then his heart rage is like, beep, 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 yeah. you know, mm-hmm. on the EKG and everything. And they're like, oh shit, okay, we'll put his arms down. We can, all right, he's good. Let's put him in recovery. So then he goes to recovery and he's just like, sweet, thanks for fixing me up. And they're like, yeah, well, uh, listen, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it worked. We do, we really don't know for how long. Yeah, we mm-hmm. put that flag stuff in you, you know, because without it, you'd be dead. And he's like, what? That's not cool. I don't, yeah, I don't want I didn't any part agree of it. Yeah, I didn't no. want any part of it. He's like, oh, no, you'll be fine. It, it, you know, it brought you back to life and you're going to start to develop powers and shit. And it's going to be great. And he's like, well, yeah. he's like, when you're am I already gonna... healing faster than yeah. we'd expect. He's like, well, when am I going to know, you know, what it's doing? And it's like, well, we don't know. We don't know how this works with a person. He's like, well, you're never going to know. I don't want any part of this. I'm just as soon as I'm good, I'm leaving. And he's just like, well, all right. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of you're not very nice. I just about this. I love like through this entire part they've made it clear that the only thing they actually know about like comic book, Steve Rogers, Captain America is that his name is Steve Rogers and he's Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they know, like they, well, they, they got the fundamentally super serum thing kind of, right? but they completely fuck it up because he, <laughs> he doesn't want it. Yeah. In right. the, he's like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. I, he's almost yeah. like Fred I mean, Williamson yeah. in Hammer. He's I mean, just like, nah, no, I, 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 I could probably do something it. about this, but nah, just leave me out of yeah. it. The, the thing, like, I mean, the key thing, if, if you were going to break Captain America down to one simple idea, like America. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's basically that he had no power. He hadn't. He, he was good in all the ways. He just didn't have any physical capabilities. Yeah. So it was like it was a way to turn someone who's essentially good on the inside into a superhero. Right. And that, that's so essentially the outside it. match the inside. Right. But I mean, this, yeah. I mean, he's Red Brown and 70s he's Red Brown is fucking up. jacked. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking jacked. Yeah. There's one scene where they're at the beach where they are just shining a spotlight on him where he's mm-hmm. just like, ha ha, da da da. You know, it's just like, okay, you're a giant man. Yeah. You're the right choice for 70s Captain America. Right. Yeah. But, and obviously they can't do the, hey, you were a wimp before thing and now you're big because. Yeah. 70s TV movie, but they still, could have it's just, just picked like some weird they, looking little nerd yeah. dude. But, but the point is, like, it would have been, it would have been that hard. To, I'm sure they have books of like I extras know. and shit. They could, or yeah, you know, I mean, the Incredible Hulk was two different guys. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying they could have found somebody who's like looks mildly like Red Brown and said, "Okay, you're in the first 20 minutes of this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but but the point is, like, they they fuck it up because like personality wise, he's nothing like Captain America should be. No, right? He's a guy who just oh no, I don't want to. Get yeah. involved well, in he's done good things, but now he's just like, nah, man, I just want to chill and, and you know, be mellow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like 
you know, Captain America, you know, hippie pacifist is the in the beginning. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm just going to walk the earth, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, so he's like almost recovered. Yeah. Uh, and then and then dude who chases a team just shows up with a gun. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, tell me where the microfilm is, Steve. Well, no, he goes, what did he tell you before he died? Yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. Don't know. He didn't tell me anything. He didn't say anything. Well, you should really tell us, you know, where yeah. the stuff is. And he's like, dude, I, I, I actually don't know. I yeah. really don't know. I'm really not smart. So they, yeah. My memory's bad. They kidnap him, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they take yeah. him to the. They take him to the meat packing plant. <laughs> well, they take him to the Pearson Brothers meat packing. Yes, mm-hmm. meat packing. Where we finally get an action scene. So yeah, to speak. We're, we're about 45 minutes into this. We're about halfway through this movie. Yeah. Uh, and literally nothing has happened. There's been a car chase in the dark and uh-huh. the oil skid yeah. freak out, and that's it. Yeah. Everything else has been talking. Yeah. And not really like establishing anything talking. It's just been like, well, that guy's dead. We'd like you to take the serum. No? All right. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they but- just go to the Rocky meatpacking plant mm-hmm. and. <laughs> They, they, they kind of rough him up a couple times. Well, they've got his hands tied behind his back, and they're like, now he's put the gun away, and they're all just kind of like punching him in the stomach and asking him questions. And you know, the second punch in the stomach, he doesn't even like go down. He's just kind of like doubles over like, like, oh, I didn't really feel that. Yeah. And so then eventually he's like, I wonder if I can. And he starts to flex and bust out of the rope that was tying his hands, and then it becomes... Yeah, they start you know mm-hmm. throwing you around and yeah, he throws throw, you know throwing meat at them on hooks. Yeah, well, he throws some dudes out of the way and then jumps on one of the meat hooks and glides across the room and then it becomes a sneak through the meat like it's <laughs> like it's the jungle looking for Captain America. Mm, meat jungle, <laughs> <laughs> the best jungle. Yeah, mongle. and uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't like that one. Yeah, it's it's all right. Um, so that's uh. There's just basically like there'll be just be a, a henchman standing there and all of a sudden meat will fly in from off screen mm-hmm. and smush that dude. And yeah. Yeah. But the way he escapes essentially is he grabs a, a one of the meat hooks and just goes Wee! Not like around a corner because <laughs> yes. like, you know, yeah, it goes into the next room and they're just like, <laughs> where'd he go? Well, go? What the hell yeah. happened? And I guess and, he just gets away. Right? Oh, yeah. He starts bowling meat. He bowls meat right, at the one sure. guy who tries to jump over it while he then also chucks a slab at him along with like running along the thing. <laughs> right. He tags that guy in the chest. Yeah. And then I think, just I think my favorite hangs one, all the guys actually, up on him. The, I think the best one was when he did the curling move where he took a slab of meat and like slid it down. Yeah, the, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, he, he slid it under it. at the guy's feet. So when he would right. jump up, he also get hot. He got hit in the face with the right. meat okay. on the hook that he also threw at him. Yeah. So he eventually just gets the hell out of there. Right? Mm-hmm. And I guess goes back to. Yeah, I guess he goes to see uh, Dr. Simon, Simon Mills. Dr. Simon Mills. <laughs> Because he's just like, hey, I guess I have these powers and stuff. And also these guys try to kill me. Yeah. And and he's just like, that's great. Oh, man, you have no idea how fantastic that is. Let me tell you something about your dad. He had super cool stuff, too. And they called him Captain America. Well, basically, <laughs> it was like he got teased because he was a true patriot. Like, yeah. he, you know, inside and out. It was like what he did was right and honorable in the American way. He was a real American. And, but yeah. they mocked him by calling him Captain America. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, wow, man. Yeah. Yep, that's and then the, the, he's like, I drew I, this. I think this. <laughs> yeah, well, was it the same scene? I, I don't think. Remember. Yeah, they're at the beach. When well, because yeah, because well, doesn't he interrupt him when he's like hanging out with Tina at the beach? That was earlier. I think that that was back when like literally nothing was going on. Oh, I I don't know. I just know. He, well, 
I thought it was right about now because she had some time to get over process this or whatever. Because I don't know, there was there's this. Really no, no, this is the he was hanging out with the lab assistant. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. the girl's still in the hospital. She's still in a coma. She's sad. Oh, I. I yeah. <laughs> she has terminal I'm sadness. Sorry, I didn't realize they they were kind of similar. <laughs> yeah. She, um, <laughs> no, it's just there was this like briefest of scenes where they're they're frolicking in the ocean. It's like an excuse to get a lady in a bikini for half a second, mm-hmm. and then. I, they kiss on the beach, I think, and then he walks up. He's like, uh-oh, Dr. Most- Simon yeah. Mills is here. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and he actually walks up and he goes, hope I'm interrupting. Yeah. The <laughs> most chaste smooch in the world. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just like, I don't know, like, what this glib fucking cock blocker guy is like, hope I'm interrupting. <laughs> yeah. Like, slow your roll, Dr. Simon Mills. <laughs> Not only did I inject you with stuff against your will while you were asleep, also... I hope you got blue balls. <laughs> Red, white, and blue balls. <laughs> right. Um... But yeah, so like he's walking on the beach and that's when, you know, Steve's just like drawing him like one of his French girls, but he's apparently drawing him one of like himself because he hands him and it is, you know, it's essentially like the 70s version of Captain America costume. Yeah. He hands yeah. him a picture of it. He's like, yeah, I just drew this for you, yeah. you know, later. Yeah. Oh, oh, and he says something like, I, I took, we took the liberty of like making some things for you. Should, we made you some equipment. You made should come you some check equipment. It out. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to, you know, maybe. Yeah. But he's, I think he just leaves at this point. But I don't remember. I thought they went to the Did experimental. They go to, uh, maybe they went to the lab. They went to the, no, they go to the secret the secret outdoor area yeah. where they've restored okay. his van. Right. And he's like, oh, sweet. My van. Yeah. Y- you fixed my van. That You guys are awesome. I, I, I This and, is kind of cool. And when I say they made him some stuff, they they Captain America <laughs> up, up, him, up him a motorcycle, mm-hmm. which is... A, I think they took his motorcycle and yeah. Captain America did. It's it's a low-rent Megaforce motorcycle. Let's just go ahead and say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that it looks sleeker than Megaforce's... Sure. Uh, it doesn't have as much dumb bikes. shit tacked There's onto no it. There's no guns right, and right. rockets There's, and yeah. shit on it. But... But it I does think, less cool shit. I mean, it's got Mega three, Force's motorcycles fucking flew. Well, so. it's, it's got three buttons. And it also has, has smoke behind them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This has three buttons. It has silent mode. I think it has like a turbo boost. And then... It has the rocket eject. Okay. So for, for him to rocket out of the sure, van, sure. it has the jet impulse or whatever sure. it is so that it can go faster. And then it has silent, silent mode. mode. Yeah. But... It makes it quiet as I, a whisper. I think the thing is we need to talk about his shield because... He oh, gets yeah, his get, plastic garbage yeah, can plastic lid. plastic frisbee. He gets handed a shield, and the design, I suppose, is mostly right. I mean, in that it's a round shield with a star and stripes on it. But instead of like having well, the white stripes, uh-huh. um, <laughs> make your own jokes, um, it, it's clear. It's a clear yeah. plastic thing. Uh-huh. Um, and you can throw it. He fell in love with the hurl. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's yeah. the that's the joke. I wow. Was, yeah. <laughs> By himself, he has a seven nation army. Yes. Um, it reminds me. Right. Most of all, it reminds me of like a July Fourth Slurpee lid. Sure. <laughs> just, yeah, that's fair. Yes. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It is a little Perfect. too uh, convex for its own good. It's kind of right. domey. Yeah. Yeah. It's got or concave. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So, <laughs> Doctor Simon Mills is like, check this out. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's just like this thing. You know, you could. You, it's bulletproof, yeah. and and it's a cool weapon, and you can and throw he, it. Yeah, it's well, aerodynamically goes, designed so yeah. that you can throw it. Yeah, and he says it's a deadly weapon, mm-hmm. and he throws it up into the air. <laughs> yep, just hucks it out there. And there's just this shot of the frisbee <laughs> shield just like going away. It looks like, like like Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, it's UFO like, hanging from a string. Yeah, it's weird, and shot, blurry, and awkward, and. Then you're like, well, what is it going to murder to to show an example of it being a deadly weapon? No, it just boomerangs back to Steve Rogers. He's, he's just like, like mm, cool, sweet. yeah, all right. This and then is it neat. also doubles its straps to the front of the motorcycle. Yeah, so he doesn't. So have it to doubles carry as a cool hood ornament. Sure, right. But and then he's just like, all right, well, you don't want you want to try the motorcycle out. And this is the first time we are yeah. introduced to the fact that like 
they have obviously every shot of this. They've obviously, if you want to, you know, think about how they did this, they obviously have a back fake back of a van that leads up to some sort of ramp because mm-hmm. every single time he exits the van, it's like it's this, a blast. It's this blast van. out of this van going probably about I'd say twenty thirty easily yeah, out of the back of a van. It. It's it's booking out of the back uh, of a van. And, it's a launch, and, it, and the and the noise it makes is like. If a rocket growled like a velociraptor, because it's kind of like, like every time yeah. it comes out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, it's pretty fucking cool. And man, there's a good five to seven minutes of him just riding around on this motorcycle, which at first is pretty sweet because it's, it's all, occasionally in this movie, there is some kick-ass score music. Mm-hmm. It's done by the dudes who did all the seventies and eighties music. Uh, Mike Post and Pete Carpenter who did yeah. like fucking everything. Oh yeah. Um, so Any the, theme song you remember yeah. from back then. They so, did. like, there's theme music and riding around on motorcycle music, and it's sweet. It's mm-hmm. great. But then it just keeps going. Yeah. Like the scene well, then, just, he flip, then he flips on the silent mode, and it's like, as I asked, I was like, why doesn't he just run in silent yeah. mode all the time? They don't. They never give an explanation as to, well, you know, you'll blow up and launch into <laughs> right. space if you do that. Right. It'll run it for more than 30 seconds. Everyone will die. Right. Yes. <laughs> the nuke goes off. Um for every 10 seconds you run it, it kills an orphan. <laughs> so he's just riding around just in, you know, dirt and water and just having a grand old time. He's mm-hmm. Captain America mm-hmm. and he's dirt biking on a Saturday. Yep. Uh, and then a helicopter shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evil with, helicopter. Right. Oh, although we don't know for sure. We don't know. I, I was thinking that. Out. It, well, yeah, kind of. You don't because there's a guy who is hanging out of the helicopter shooting at Captain America. Mm-hmm. That means he's evil. The only reason I think it's it actually was evil and not a training exercise is wasn't it the same henchman dude? Might have been, yeah. I think it was. I, 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 don't think, think anything, I don't think anything. I think ultimately it was supposed to be they yeah. just flew over the base and were like, take out Steve Rogers. Sure, but, but I'm saying, I I think the guy from the beginning with the old slick and slash the meat packing, I think this was the only other time we see him was yeah. when he gets this, what happens to him. Okay. But like, yeah, so... Helicopter chases him for a while. It's super close to him. I mean, these it, you see these stunts in 70s time and you're like, well, that's common, but they don't do it anymore because, you know, helicopters were decapitating people a couple years later. So they, <laughs> they don't do these kinds of stunts anymore. But uh, okay. that goes on for a while. And then finally, th- there's a jump that he has hit at one point that he has circled back around on and hits the jump again. And when he does, he jumps up and grabs the you know, skid. the skid of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he does it on the side of the hel- helicopter where no one is. The pilot's not paying attention, and the guy with the gun is on the other side of the helicopter. So and he's like, whoa, where? wonder where he went. Where did he whoa. go? There's his motorcycle. Yeah. And then finally, just Captain America swings in and, ta- and throws that guy into a pool of water. Right. Yeah. And then grabs the, the gun that the pilot has and is just like, land this thing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he does, like, you know, all the army dudes and everything come out from everywhere, which all kind four of, MPs kind of, kind of yeah. makes you think like, you know, it's it was a training exercise, except they all kind of surround him. And I think they grab the guys like they grab the the pilot. Well, eventually, yeah. Dr. Simon Mills is like, huh, what's that? A helicopter? That's not supposed to be here. Right. MPs, yeah. let's go. You know, yeah. so. But essentially, he comes in and, and he's like, oh, he's, he's fanboying out now. He's just like, oh, I just always wondered what it'd be like to see you in action. Yeah. And here I am. It's like Captain America in action. He's like, dude, that was ah. dope. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best, man. And, and then again, he takes a moment to wet blanket and all. He's like, "Yeah, maybe it's cool for you, but I don't know about for me. I have to, I have to think about everything. Like, I could squeeze a man too hard, too oh. hard, and <laughs> well, so hard, yeah, he's and like, kill him." 
he's like poor meing himself, and it's like, yeah, it really sucks to have super hear- hearing, yeah. and super eyesight, and healing injuries, and being super strong, and not hey, getting tired. That and- must be the next thing on the beach because he yeah. crushes his his art pencil. Yeah. Oh yeah. When he's like, I could do things like this, like cross a charcoal pencil. It's like, dude, we can all do I that. Can do that. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, really weak. Yeah. But he's basically, like, I don't know if I want these enhanced things that make me a better well, person. Well, yeah. Because, well, yeah. Because the the doctor or whatever the scientist guy explains, he's like, well, yeah, well, you're going to have enhanced this, and and this is going to be better, and that, and he's like, and and he, the thing he literally says after that is, yeah, well, I'm just going to have to live with that. Yeah. It's like, oh, like yeah. enhanced vision, like you're going to be able to see better. Oh, you yeah. poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just been unwittingly saddled with like this ultimate power, he's and been, like he's been given DNA laser surgery. I mean, right? Is, yeah. But like, I, this I is one thing that I can like I can totally get behind in this movie. The guy's like, "You just fucking gave me this shit. I have no idea how to respond to it. I can accidentally kill." A lot of people. I know. Really quick. He just never makes it it's, sound like I don't want this responsibility. He makes he, it sound yeah, like he's not con- terribly I can convincing hear better. about it. Uh, yeah, I don't he's know like, if I man, like that. It's really lame to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very few superheroes choose to become a superhero, and this is one of the only times I've ever seen them individually wet blanket themselves. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it to himself. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's having fun on the motorcycle. He's like, sweet, he fixed my motorcycle. Well, everybody has fun on a motorcycle. Yeah, like that. but then he's just like, man, I, mean, I don't obviously know. Obviously, it's better in every conceivable way. But I'm thinking about the origin story in First Avenger. And it's like, you know, he doesn't know what he can do and immediately has to go into action mode. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. like there's no like coping time whatsoever. There's not that Spider-Man like, I don't know what are my powers do. Can I jump up here? Or like I can. Let me jump a little bit higher. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just like explode out and he's running down the street, you know, when he couldn't yeah. run before and he gets a fucking big grin on his face. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I want to fucking see. I want to see if that's why he's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I am. I am a fucking Adonis now. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick some motherfucking ass. And he kind of does get that later. Like in, yeah, in some sort of yeah. action finale, he gets kind of gleeful about it. Sure. But yeah, at this but point, this he's just point, like, he's just like, nah, I don't know. It kind of sucks to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to think about this. Yeah. This, is, this is harshing my mellow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess at some point, the uh, the head bad guy has gone to the daughter and just been like. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, we've learned what his evil plan is, which is that. Well. Huh? Have we? We kind of. I thought they have so. a neutron bomb. Well, yeah. yeah, but they need the microfilm to do something with it. Yeah, and they sure. can't have Steve Rogers messing things up. No, yeah, we don't Despite really Steve Rogers to them just being a beach bomb. Yeah, we they... don't really know the full plot until the very end of the movie, which is essentially. I'll go ahead and spoil it because I mean, whatever we're talking yeah. about this anyway, yeah. and it would have been good to probably know this along the way, mm-hmm. but we find out that. Um, Hayden, the scientist who was killed earlier, uh, his wife's not dead. She was kidnapped and basically was held over him of like, you finish, help us finish making this neutron bomb or we're going to kill her and mess up your daughter and everything else, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the last second he had a, oh, God, what am I doing? It's just my wife. I can't sacrifice millions of people for my wife. So he took, like, the last components, took pictures of them and absconded with the, you know, the final pieces to finish mm-hmm. the damn thing. Right. So that's. The whole plot of the movie that they don't bother to explain until literally the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And like the ultimate plan of the bad guys is sounds a lot like Goldfinger. Yeah. It, they're going to they're going to take this neutron bomb to Phoenix. And detonate it at the gold depository. Mm-hmm. So it'll oh, kill I was all gonna the say nobody gives a shit about Phoenix. <laughs> so it'll kill all the people and they all just get back up again. <laughs> right. But then 
it, it just yeah, but it, it won't affect the gold. Right, the gold will be fine. Yes. So in like, case you don't know the theoretical neutron bomb, if you're not aware of what it is, it's essentially like a nuclear weapon, but it only kills biological stuff. Right. Leaves everything inorganic alone. There's a long Doesn't time buildings, dream yeah. for lots of people and bad guy plot thing for oh, yeah. 30 years of movies yeah mm-hmm. until Boy. eventually finally people went hey we haven't invented this we should probably stop talking about it yeah because someone will try <laughs> the goldfinger plot was to irradiate all the gold right. as well right so, his, so that his, his gold little was gold worth would more. be okay. worth yeah. more yeah but yeah. it it they kind of made it sound like that at first because it was like, well, why don't they go to the L.A. Gold Reserve and it only has $100,000 worth of gold right. or yeah, something. They, again, they, again, they don't piece that all together until no, the very end. No, but it's, I mean, it's just that there's gold. That's, that's, yeah. But that's the bad guy plot. That's what they're trying to do. And so head bad guy, and I don't know if it's right now or not, but I think he goes to see Tina. The daughter. Who's been released from the hospital. She's now okay. Back now. At home. She's off the drugs. Right. She's fine. The grieving process is over. She's sure. gone through all the stages. Right. right now, she's good. Yes. And the bad guy's like, tell me something about your dad. Yeah. Tell me a memory, something no one else knows. And then she starts talking about fishing or some shit. And, and she's that like, the last thing I ever saw my dad do was cleaning his rods. Yeah, exactly. More of that. Yeah. And then so they go up there and yeah. start taking apart the rods. And mm-hmm. then they find the secret microfilm inside. And, and like, that's when the lab assistant shows up, and, and she's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on? Let's go to the there's beach." There's a lady oh, at the door. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and like they make this whole big long deal about going to answer the door, and it's essentially just the lab lady. Yeah. Um. And of course, that's when bad guys like, "Aha, gun! I was evil all along, but right. now I have the film, so let's go." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now the ladies are kidnapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, I guess the film lets him put together the bomb. Sure. Yeah. yeah they finish the bomb, and then they call. Dr. Simon Mills, for some reason, they're just like, you need to bring thing here or else we're going to kill the two ladies. And don't whatever you do, don't call or don't tell Steve Rogers what's going on. Now, Steve Rogers is in the room and the call is on speakerphone. Yeah. And he he his super hearing kicks in mm-hmm. and he picks up like background detail. The, the kind of shit they do on cop shows where, yeah. like, oh, there's a ringing bell. That and must dance. mean they're at the place, you know. So he's like, I heard something on the phone. It was a lady saying back that truck up to dock number nine and they're like oil tankers oil tanker place let yeah that's where I, they are let's go i also love that he doesn't give this detail until the two guys are like well we're out of ideas man yeah. we just we don't know we can't figure out yeah it's what like he's he been wants or where he is forever yeah. and he's just like i might have something <laughs> yeah it's like these guys are like man we're fucked we yeah. just we don't know anything and then Rogers is like i might have heard something <laughs> yeah and then they immediately are like they're at the place. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, it, it's also like, well, the only place that could be is the oil refinery. That yeah. means Mr. Oil Refinery is a bad guy. Well, that's weird. Yeah. But there's only one way to find out. Right. But we're going to have to be, listen, he, like, <laughs> Dr. Simon Mills pulls Steve aside. And is like, look, we're going to have to be as, <laughs> as discreet as possible as we break into this place. Okay. We can't make any noise. We can't be memorable in any way. Now, come over here. I got something for you. Mm-hmm. And he goes over to his file cabinet, pulls out a giant box, and it's got the the Captain America outfit that he drew and gave him yeah. a picture of. And it's like, really? You're, you're going to have Captain America put on this very obvious Captain America suit and yeah. run around this place to be <laughs> as completely sneaky yeah, as I thought possible? it was hiding his identity. That's, I, it, that was the idea, yeah. They yeah. Just, it seemed more like they were just like, you can't make any they can't no it was, no, it, was, it, was, it was not his identity but 
considering they called his dad Captain America. Yes, but in the fictional world. And everyone world, knows that he's got superpowers yeah. now. Well, they don't. That's The bad guys don't know that. Well, then they, why the hell are they keep saying keep Steve Rogers away from us? I don't know. Because <laughs> plot, they read he the was, script. Because he was at the at the house. Sure. Because he's been around stuff, but, and they're I, like, well, they also saw him is, beat the crap out of all of them. Yeah. That guy is dumb enough to stumble into something, and yeah. he's really strong. We don't okay. keep him away. Yeah. Well, they they okay. So they did have the the demonstration <laughs> at the meat packing plant. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. to, be, to be fair, I'm saying in this fictional universe, nobody knows what the Captain America outfit looks like so they're not going to go like wait that's the captain america outfit. his dad was called captain america <laughs> right i mean i'm saying i know it just seems dumb captain it's, america it, doesn't exist in this world yeah. apparently without it's, him it's silly but yeah they basically they they he drives his van his nondescript van mm-hmm. through a wide open gate at the secret facility pulls around back does the jet launch or the bike out the launches back. the fucking bike out of the, yeah. <laughs> the van again and just whips this thing around this base this oil refinery, whatever, just like only halfway through the thing does he whip, he turn it on silent mode. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't go very far. He just parks. He never yeah. does any kind of like, you know, take down people or get no. somewhere. It's just sort of like, well, that was a convenient way to get closer to where I needed to go on yeah. foot. He just yeah. he parks and then has to deal with some guards because immediately is pretty yeah. much spotted by guards. Yeah, um, and he does some sweet jumps up to the upper levels of the oil refinery. He's got that outside, sweet jumping power. And that, then jumps down, and he's able to sneak around all of them until he gets to basically an oil pumping hose. Yep. And gets this <laughs> gleeful look on his face. Fucking oil pumping hose. He, as he just starts spraying oil all over the ground yeah. and waiting for the guys to come around the corner. He's like, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. And boy, they they come running around the corner and just fucking three stooges their way all all around that stuff. Yeah. Just slipping and sliding. Yep. And he's just like, yeah. And and he finally catches the scientist that had set them up the bomb mm-hmm. and is is like, "All right, where's the where's the neutron bomb?" And he's yeah. like, "It's too late. It's already gone." Yeah, they left like they, three they hours pulled ago. out. Oh, yes, yeah, hours yeah. ago. They pulled out hours ago. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> The, and also it, quoting by and, way. and yeah. also yeah and uh well he doesn't tell him this but what they had done is they had put a a heart monitor on this dude <laughs> on the main so if his guy, heart yeah. stopped yeah. the bomb went off main bad guy who's like 60 years old mm-hmm. and they're putting him in the back of a truck with a neutron bomb and having him sit there and their, yeah. <laughs> their insurance the policy intent. is a heart rate monitor <laughs> Uh, of this a, old dude of a bad guy who just all the time just kind of freaks out for no reason yeah. it's like probably doesn't have the strongest heart ever i was like can we put this on a child perhaps? yeah really just get a baby strap a baby down <laughs> nice yeah. healthy how baby about just go with the timer and not the dead man switch just yeah. you know that's that's probably a better yeah, plan. you really don't need because they're yeah. like this will protect you against the cops and it's like i don't know if a cop is pointing a sniper rifle at him he might kill over anyway mm-hmm. and then you're all fucked yeah um but anyway yeah he he does he kill he kills that scientist guy doesn't he Yes, yes, he does because the, he's like, "Are right, where are the ladies?" And they're they're in they're beneath pump station number two. He's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> yeah. Takes him over there, and he's like, "Ladies, get out of here!" And then he does a bunch of Captain America stuff around the room, just pushing barrels and shit out of mm-hmm. the way, and and then he just kind of chokes that guy out. But it kind of looks like he murders him. Yeah, 
Because if he has super strength, he's not just choking him out. He's choking the life right out of that. Yeah. Like he might have crushed his yes. you know, throat just, or something. Possibly. Yeah. It's it's never really made clear. But That's why it's tough to be awesome. Maybe it, he shows up in the sequel. It Maybe. Well, I'm just saying, like, he's still trying to get information from this guy, but he doesn't loosen his grip. Yeah. Whereas the guy is clearly going, I don't know. Yeah. And he just sinks down. He's like, oh. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, well sorry. But and again, then, we've so, established Red Brown, Captain America, not so bright. No. Yeah. yeah. No. But essentially, he's like they they start doing like poor man's detective comics because they're like, well, where could they have gone? And he's like, well, they they didn't go by air, and it's and I know it's happening at noon, but they mentioned something about pulling out. And they're like pulling out. Well, pulling you know, out. you know, out pull, you know, what else pulls out? <laughs> <laughs> to which we made a billion jokes, and mm. then like eventually they're like, well, it must have gone out by truck because trucks trucks pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, well, the, where could it have gone within got got there with this amount of time? Well, that's what the lady lab assistant says. Yes. She chimes in out of nowhere. She's like trucks pull out and we're like oh dear (laughs) and they're like yeah that's right yeah so they're on a truck okay great let's go find the truck yeah well (laughs) then that's when they start putting putting together he's like well he's not just a ruthless cold-blooded killer he'd have a plan yeah and i don't know where they pulled out the jump to conclusions matt but they're like (laughs) well let's look at like the you know gold you know storage areas and they're like well la has this much and they're like phoenix has 1.2 billion Obviously, that's where they went. Let's go. They they called the data department and oh, asked okay. for every important thing within a 500 mile radius of L.A. So it's like a couple of airports and two gold reserves and, yeah. you know, like a stadium or something. And they're just like, well, it's probably the gold. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's the he, gold, right? Yeah, he wants the gold. Yeah. So they're like, they're going to Phoenix. Let's let's go. Can mm. you get that neutron bomb? Yeah. Uproot that tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, eventually they're like, all right, you can still. And then, again, continuing the poor phrasing in this movie, he's like, you can still jockey a helicopter right there. Jock. You can, J- still, yeah, you, jock you can still jock a helicopter. Jock a helicopter. Jock yeah. a helicopter there, Dr. Simon uh, Mills. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, well, yeah, it's like riding a, it's like piling in a helicopter. Yeah. You never forget. And he's like, let's go. Justice down their throats, and, <laughs> and then the shot is is like you see Red Brown and Doctor Simon Mills in the helicopter, and the then the motorcycle is like strapped in the back, like m- really awkwardly facing the side door. Yeah, and you're like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. eventually, like they're just going down the highway, and like they spot they fly forever. They fly, they like like they got they got their money's worth of shots for this helicopter that they brought in, and eventually they see the name of the fake or it's I guess it's a real company. They see his evil guy's company's truck on the road and they're like that's probably it well rep brown sees it from super far away sure because he has i also remembered why they figured out because he used his super hearing on the telephone call when they told him not to bring steve rogers and he's like i heard something about that's why they found him in the first place yeah the it's like pump I, station I, pump station whatever yeah. yeah i don't know if you mentioned that it was yeah another thing he pulled out of nowhere mm-hmm. but yeah he spies this truck in the helicopter so far sure. away and the simon mills guy is like are you sure He's like, yeah, I, I could totally see that thing. And, you know, like, wow, that's pretty sweet, well, Steve. <laughs> the thing is, Steve had at least 10 minutes of footage of trucks driving around and helicopters flying mm-hmm. and trucks driving around and helicopters flying. Mm-hmm. They padded the fuck out of this thing with filler shots of vehicles yeah. on the highway. Because they're flying over the interstate for a while and they're like, hold on, they're not going to be on the interstate because there's a weight station and the neutron bomb probably weighs a lot. So they're not mm-hmm. going to do that. Let's go to this other highway. And then they fly over that for a while. And finally, they're like, okay, there's the truck. Let's go get near it. I'm going to land over here on this part of the flat surface here. And then all of a sudden, just boom. <laughs> Captain America bike flies out of this helicopter. Yep. Right. And Simon Mills is like, all right, sweet. All right. I hear yeah. Go. And essentially, like he rides up alongside the truck. And, and this is another case of like the guys on the helicopter, like 
people operating vehicles in this have zero peripheral vision whatsoever because like they don't see him pull up alongside they don't see the helicopter flying like 20 feet behind the truck they don't no, see nope. anything they're so just chilling he rides up along the side gets up on the back of the truck um goes to like between the cab and the, and the trailer and his well, plan okay mm-hmm. to be fair this is some cool stunt work because sure. he climbs up the back of the truck and indiana jones is way over the top of the truck and right. then slides down between you know the cab and the right and then he what he does is he takes one of the uh the, the stacks the exhaust stacks on the <laughs> on the semi and like pushes it up against this little vent that he has in the trailer <laughs> you know to keep you know have fresh air in there yeah and just immediately the dude's like <laughs> i'm dying here well yeah. it's just blowing a massive amount sure. of smog yeah. in there I yeah. Mean, it, yeah it is and so he radios up and of course they're like pulling over the truck and this is my favorite part. <laughs> it's like he he then like climbs back up on top of the trailer and waits for the two guys to come on the side, mm-hmm. and they unlock the the side door on this thing. Like they don't go the big main doors on the back. They unlock the side doors, and as they're like starting to open it, he uses his super strength and like pushes the door f- open even harder and like sends them <laughs> flying, flying down this flying, like you know down an embankment, down an embankment or whatever. And, and then like, he they're done. Parallel bars is his way into the opening of the truck like, not necessary because the dude is down yeah, yeah like and essentially now dying yeah because <laughs> yes exactly he's it's so, all like he's like yeah. oh wait i don't know how but he hears the heart monitor the dead man switch yeah. on him he's like, he's like mm-hmm. rips his shirt open he's like oh he's got some sort of, he's on the radio with dr Simon. he's like he got some sort of thing he's like oh it's probably a dead man switch uh uh how's he doing he's like not so good yeah, yeah. Uh, his lips are blue yeah, yeah probably kind of rattling might, in his chest yeah i might have murdered him right. <laughs> it's possible it's <laughs> But yeah, so all right, I'll be right there. Simon Mills lands, runs out with like his, you know, little EMT bag or whatever, yeah. and like they get this guy resuscitated. Don't really worry about disarming the bomb. It's just kind of like, yeah, that'll take care of itself. I guess we'll get to that before it turns noon. Yeah. It's like his I, heart's still beating. We're good here. Yeah. I think that well, Mission I mean, it's like, it makes sense. Dude, like noon is coming. <laughs> well, yeah, but again, this is a noon lot of assuming, coming, assuming things that aren't ever shown on camera because it's just kind of like, well, hooray, we won. Yeah, Clap. he eventually yeah. he says like, well, Steve, you better get out of here because the uh, like the paramedics and, and he says like the, the a team from the nuclear research facility yeah. or something like that is the atomic regulatory commission yeah or something that's is, what it is yeah like, they're standing by on a moment's notice <laughs> well the, to I hope you they say there's, there's a fucking neutron bomb, bomb. you get a i really hope from. they are chuck okay <laughs> like I, this, this is well this CTU is out in their day, so. uh, yeah, arizona I, which is close enough to nevada that they may, maybe yeah. there was a helicopter full of dudes waiting to go like disarm a nuclear bomb just always a neutron bomb yeah but yeah it's like steve you better get out of here just get you he's good go go yep yep and then they just you cut won't to survive neutrons epilogue Jimmy. basically yeah. of him at the house his buddy jeff's house yep which i don't know he's claimed as his maybe <laughs> i don't know but but the girl's there and they're like oh yeah hey guess what your mom's alive yeah because they were holding her hostage and right. here she is yep. but we never see her no, you, you see her you outside see her oh, through the window. Uh, the, the daughter the hugs her. And hugs oh, okay, I thought they never ever showed her. But yeah. just anyway, it's just like you know when the three with the three of them, meaning Simon Wells, the lab assistant lady, and him, who all know he's Captain America. It's like, so what's next for Captain America? And he's like, well, I was thinking, and you know that design I gave you, and then so of course at the very end of the movie, it's like, let's show him, and he rides up on the motorcycle more again. like the real Captain America yeah. outfit, except his helmet is still a motorcycle helmet, but now they've stuck the wings on it. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, and he kind of gets off the bike and shakes hands with Dr. Simon Mills and then just smash. Yeah. End credits. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. TV movie. Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hooray. No Stargrove, but his theme song's pretty damn good. Music's good. His theme song's really good. And then the song where he's pulling up at uh, Hayden's house is fucking awesome. Yeah. 
Like when it's night and it's just like it goes fucking funky as shit there for yeah. a second. Yeah, that's just like some incidental music. It's yeah. not even thematic in any way, but no. it's like, oh man, they're just slapping the bass, man. <laughs> and there's some when he's riding the bike at one point. There's some sweet guitar, mm-hmm. like yeah. just they were just like go crazy. Come on, yeah. man, just guitar solo the fuck out of this. Just mm-hmm. do it. But yeah, it's, it's a pilot, man. Yeah, there's no, no Stargrove. There's no like Captain America no, song no, or no. anything like that. But there is pretty sweet Mike Post music. Yeah, music's good. Uh, so I guess we rate it. Uh huh. I'll, I'll go. I actually already have a rating. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it one star. No, uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I just want to give it one star because the We're shield. In? No, one jocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I know. I was making a joke. I know. I know. Um, no, I mean, like, I'm going to go with barely recommend because, like, I do think, like, this is the kind of dumb thing that should be seen, especially if, like, even if you're just, like, a passive Captain America fan. I mean, I think it's interesting to see how they just, back in the day, they just <laughs> made all of it. Well, they up. just they made these things it. and it was just like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Just, we're all, we're all fucking high on cocaine. Hey, what's so. Captain America? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he's super strong. He uh, wears a cool suit. With red, right, white, good. and blue. We're good. Um, Stop talking. Yeah, yet. great. Do that. I like also. All right. The, also <laughs> now let's cred- bang a couple rails and get this done. Stanley is in the credits as a consultant, and apparently, like, Stan was so coked up at the time, he's just like, I hey, Captain America, I created him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stan, you weren't even born yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> um, Hi, I'm Stanley, creator of all these lines of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know. There's, there's something kind of charming when it actually decides to be an action movie. Like, it's dumb. Don't get me wrong. This movie is terrible and it's slow. And, the, like, the first half of this movie could just be thrown the fuck away and you wouldn't miss anything. But, like, as soon as he becomes. Red, red brown Captain America and he's got that Velociraptor motorcycle takeoff thing there's enough dumb shit that I would actually recommend somebody seek this out and watch it mm-hmm. and apparently you can get a Shout Factory DVD that has both Captain America and Captain America 2 Death Too Soon it's yeah. an action packed double feature it should be Captain America colon Death Too Soon but yes. anyway um, and that be. one has Christopher Lee yeah, yes, it does it have does. Christopher Lee in it so you can get this for like five ten bucks i mean it's it's super cheap you can it, get it was four bucks in a bin at walmart there you so go so i'm just saying like it's, it. it's the kind of dumb thing i think you should probably see i'm not i'm not i'm just giving it the one jocks because it's like mm-hmm. i just think you should see this but not that great yeah you should also see the photoshop on the fucking cover of this thing because it's like <laughs> they are doing a bit of deception to be like hey this is both the new captain america movies maybe pick this up it's so weird because it's uh, that maybe red brown's face on it but, yeah, but the, the mask is it. super huge. Yeah. Like it's right. it's like a a big blue Pac Man is eating his face. It's, yeah, it's I, I don't know. Strange. I just I, I I in general I have a stupid morbid curiosity when it comes to especially all these Marvel TV things. Like I mean, yeah. I, I I think it, there's some legitimately good stuff in like the Incredible Hulk TV show can be good, but not because it's fucking Hulk. Right. Like it's barely Hulk. You know, Hulk would show up in like the last five minutes to yep. solve everything with fists. It was really the stuff before <laughs> that was actually right. more interesting. You know, but. You know, it's just like there was some very interesting things. I mean, even I think the worst is by the, the, the Doctor Strange movie. That's the worst we've seen. I mean, even the even the Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie was entertaining in a dumb I, way. I agree with you. Yeah, Doctor the, Strange, the Doctor Strange one was just like just bad. Yeah, unless you want to see, you know, young Mrs. Bluth. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Doing, about the yeah. That's about the only reason to watch that Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll agree with you. Um, one jocks. I. Again, I, I feel like it's a, it's a mild recommendation. I feel I feel like you can have fun with this. Um, there's unfortunately like while there's a lot of just stretches of dialogue and stuff like that, I think a lot of it is kind of charming in a '70s way where you can have fun with it. And we had a lot of fun with some of the dumb things people were saying. 
it's really unfortunate that there's like the 10 minutes of motorcycle and 10 minutes of helicopter flying that you, you could almost just come talk to me. I'll edit those out for you. And then you'll have a nice 80 minute movie. That's probably better. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> Wait, you're going to take out the motorcycle. Well, you're talking about the motorcycle car, the car chase at night. Cause that was dumb, but like, I want to see him riding around on that fucking sweet. Ass yeah. Motorcycle. Okay. Maybe yeah, I'll leave that all of the, fi- <laughs> all of the finding the truck stuff yeah, later on. It's just, it's go. far too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think you can have a, a decent good time watching this. It's it's better than Doctor Strange. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not that boring. Uh, it it's fascinating because it is so different because it, it doesn't match the origin story at all. No. So you're like, well, what the hell is? And what's so dumb is like this is probably for the time. It's like one of the cheapest origin stories you could do. All yeah. you needed was a silver fucking box, get a couple of like older looking clothes, and then. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so fucking easy. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. Like out of every, fu- I mean, like yeah, I, even if you don't want to do the, Hey, he was in the forties thing and you just sure. want to do the, Hey, he was a wimpy guy who took a drug and now he's awesome. It's so easy to do. I mean, it yeah. just, it boggles my mind. Cause we were talking about this. There was a lot of, like, it's almost the entire original Avengers was on TV at some point in the seventies mm-hmm. with the exception of Iron Man. Cause they probably looked at that and were like, how do we, no, how we, we can't, that? we can't yeah. fucking make an Iron Man suit for yeah. $10, yeah. you know? <laughs> not have it look completely stupid yeah so i mean we were like we could have had an avengers like a 70s avengers thing almost on tv yeah which would have been hilarious but mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway like i'm just saying this is like the the cheapest one i mean they were they were willing to go all out and paint lou Ferrigno all green like on a daily fucking Regular basis, basis. Yeah. oh yeah yeah that took that was more time consuming well, you just get some spray cans shit. and you hit oh, yeah. lou Ferrigno. Sure. he doesn't he, he doesn't different. and they spent money on the contact lenses for banner right mm-hmm. so yeah, that one, he'd always have the one shot where he'd look mm. up and just be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> it's going down." <laughs> yep. So yeah, I'm debating between one bag and one jocks. Okay. Because the pace of this is fucking glacial. <laughs> like, yes, it is. This movie is like 97 minutes, and it felt like two and a half hours. It's long, but it does. It did seem to end before it even got going, though. Like it, <sighs> it seemed like the plot never even kicked in, and then it was like, "Oh, it's over." Yeah, it's one of those two act movies. Yeah. You know, where it's like it feel the two act movies always feel way longer than they are and then suddenly feel like they ended too soon somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, this is another prime example of that. But I think I'm going I'm going to go one jocks just for his gleefulness at spraying those dudes and <laughs> all the sweet motorcycle stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough, but yeah, you can pretty much hit fast forward through the first 45 minutes or so. And not miss a goddamn thing, but it just—it still irks me how poorly they screwed up his origin and his personality for this. It's—it's it's really bad. It's baffling. It really is strange. It weakens him as an overall hero. I yeah, think. yeah. It's like you have the perfect heroic guy, and somehow you make him this guy who just wants nothing to do with helping anyone. Yeah, you know, and it's like that's literally the opposite of Captain America. Yeah. So yeah. That, that stuff bugs me, but I'll still go one jocks. Okay. Well, well, well. Um, <laughs> well? Well. I am going to say, with with some stipulations, uh, I would give this, uh, I am going to give this, uh, two of the jocks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the stipulations are, whenever somebody starts traveling somewhere, just go get a new drink, mm-hmm. get up, fast forward through it, whatever. Um, and you'll have a lot better movie. Uh, the other thing is just pretend like this is the first episode in a series of a bunch of these that were just 
where Steve Rogers finally learns to be the gleeful, I'm going to help everybody, Captain America. And you got to watch like three seasons worth, and then it was abruptly cut off. And But you had the time of your life while you watched it. Um, or it's like the Wonder Woman show where it's a different, like, basic overall plot every season. Yeah. Yeah. Because every single season of Wonder Woman is like, she's a different, like, job, profession, cover story. Mm-hmm. They changed it every fucking season. Hmm. It was so weirdest fucking thing. Yep. But you don't need to worry about cover story for Captain America. Um, <laughs> but, like, this this looks like the start of one of those cheesy superhero series that I think everybody, like, if they had made the actual series out of this, people would fucking love it. People would, it would be, there would be such huge nostalgia for it that people would be upset at the current Captain America movies, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and yes, there are problems with this this particular iteration of, you know, of his origin story, but I kind of enjoyed how it, like, what they got out of it. Like, all right, Steve, well, you're, you Sorry, you're a fucking superhero now. He's like, what? I didn't... Fuck. This is terrible. Nobody... Uh, but... Uh, God damn it. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, I guess I'll go be- beat a bunch of people up for America. All right, and uh, wait, that's that's kind of fun. Maybe I could do that again. And, like, I, I can see where the, that first season arc is him just fully diving into, like, each time he gets celebrated for kicking ass for America, he's like... Yeah, I can get used to this. I like this. Well, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's kind of right. how the six, $6 million man started. It was like, eventually, at first, he was just like, I, I didn't ask for this shit. You know, like, I'm pretty sure like, the first few episodes were like him coping with like still being alive. And now how do I deal with all this shit? And then eventually it was like, fuck, yeah, I can jump and, you know, cool shit. And yeah. well, he even got a moment. Mm hmm. When he was jumping at the refinery. I'm sure they were trying to cash in on the success of that with this. Yeah. They were like, I yeah. don't fucking know what a Captain America is, but that's a $6 million man show, man. That makes some money. Right? Yeah. Could you? I think if you could somehow actually, this is going to sound like praise, but if you could somehow take the Albert Pune. Pune! Because like, he actually got, they mostly got the origin story right in that. Mm-hmm. But if you could take the Albert Pune thing and put the people who are willing to go a little more whole hog like Red Brown and that. Yeah. But I think Pune's a little bit better filmmaker, even though it like, seems like somehow just the shit ends up being boring. I mean, it's like technically, mm-hmm. though, he seems to be a pretty good filmmaker. Like you could put some people in there with like some he knows f- how to commit things flavor, to flavor, yeah. you know, like Red Brown. And I think you'd actually yeah. have a decent Captain America movie before a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. But two jocks. Good job. I was like, when I found out this was going to be the movie, I'm like, oh, great. 1979 TV movie. Woo fucking who. <laughs> I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't happy. Well, I, d- I tried not to espouse that in the chat. I was like, oh, okay. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> we could but, smell it through the slack. Right. We knew. Yeah. I was cooking like the rock. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Not overly surprised. Not like, wow. Um, but yeah. Well, let me, let me it's ask. All right. It's all right. Let me ask everybody. So do you think maybe six months from now you want to watch the second one? Yes. Because I, I, I hope in the second one it's like we're done with all that boring shit. I want to see him throw a plastic frisbee at more people and <laughs> okay. and yeah. launch off a motorcycle more often. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, Good. with the origin story dispensed of, just get right to the action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be like Steve, hunt down bad guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain America returns to carry on the legacy of his father and defend the country. This time, however, he faces off against the terrorist known only as Miguel and the threat of a chemical agent that rapidly ages those who come in contact with it. Oh, maybe, good. Maybe it's like a 70s spy thriller. Maybe it's like the actual Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
too too death too soon of three days. Doesn't of the say what year this the. I guess it's, it's the same year. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Funny thing is on IMDb they actually list the sequel first if you're looking like chronologically. Weird. Yeah. Just because it does not. IMDb deal does it. weird things. Anyway, uh, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah. Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey! Second half. Second half. Half number two. So, we're going to talk about some other movies. Uh, We are are starting a thing this month. We are doing... Mm -hmm. Mackie is starting a thing. The second half anime. Or Japan animation. Okay. Depending on how you feel about Japan animation. Whichever. I'm just saying, we are doing an anime theme thing. Depending on how trolly we feel like. First first things first, though, we have theater. I have have a theater movie, so I'm going to go ahead and do that first. Okay. Um, I'll probably mess this up again again next week, too. But uh, I went and saw Keanu, (gasps) basically the Key and Peel movie, if you you will. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why. the, The trailers just look. Funny, you know. Mm. I was like, this looks like it could be pretty funny. I like, I, I like Keen Peel. I mean, I wouldn't say I love Keen Peel. I just like their their sketches that hit are really good, and then yeah. they have a bunch that are like, mm. and it's a strong trailer. Yeah, it is a strong trailer. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, whatever, I'll, I will give this a try. Uh it's a funny idea, and it has funny moments in the movie, but it feels like a lot of the movie is stretching. Mm. A lot of the movie felt like the car scenes or the stage stuff in the show, where it was just like. We're just filling time now, trying to get to the next bit. Yeah. So does it feel kind of like the lesser SNL movies do, where it's like, this probably worked better in a much shorter form? Yeah. Like, this was like a pretty funny idea that I was just like, maybe didn't have enough legs for a whole movie. Yeah. Um, or too many, if you're talking about the cat. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's not bad. I just, I, I definitely say it's not theater worthy if we're going to play that game of like, when do I see this? I, I would say it's probably not a theater adventure. I'm sorry to say it's just, okay. it's, it's got funny stuff, but it's like, it never fully sustains itself long enough to be like, I would say like, man, that's a really good, co- solid comedy. But it's, it's, it's weird because there were two red band trailers before it mm-hmm. that I was like, I can't fucking wait to see those movies. And like the red band trailers were great. Like I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, one of them was the, the, Lonely Island movie, and the other one was one I never heard of before. I'd actually have a little bit of trouble finding it again because I'm trying to, I'm struggling to actually remember who was in it. Okay, um, but it was just like <laughs> I, I can find it. I just I'm saying like it was like they were they were very strong trailers, and I was mm-hmm. like it was like it got the theater like like the theater was ready to laugh, and they yeah. did a lot of it during these trailers, and then it was like the movie started. It was like, ha ha, that's funny, and then it was like it just it seemed like. There was like through the whole second act of the movie, it was like the, that tr- that laughter just started trailing off <laughs> and didn't wow. never really fully come back again. Like people were pumped and ready to laugh, and it was just like, there's some funny stuff, but it, you just didn't keep us going. So hmm. oh, anyway, well. I mean, like I said, I, it's I don't have any further review than that. It's a comedy, you know. Take it for what you will. Yeah. If you, if you if you're prone to like their humor, you know, give it a try. I'm just saying, it's I liked most of the show, and it's a little weak. I mean, it's like. Okay, this is what Key and Peele would be if they were allowed to go full rated R. All right. Hmm. Okay. And then maybe have a twist ending. Yeah. Like most of their skits. Maybe. <laughs> There's a funny twist ending, mm-hmm. sort of. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a twist. It's just, it's a it's a really funny bit that, like, for a second, it, it was like they actually, it, to me, it felt like a line that was inserted because they fucked up. 
something mm-hmm. in the in the in the script, and then when they saw it in person, like someone went, "Wait a second. They were like, "Now nah, we got this. We'll fix it. <laughs> we'll fix it by like retconning it through a funny line." Yeah, kind of thing. So, well, that's kind of like I realized I didn't like that about Key and Peele at first. Was it, a lot of the skits were wow, weird twist ending, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. But then you watch more and more Saturday Night Live skits, and they just peter out and just kind of they don't end. Right. And I'm real. I realized like that's better. Yeah. You know, like the whole space pants one with um, Peter Dinklage. Like if that was a Key and Peele skit, like he would have pulled out a gun and killed the gangsters at the very end of it. Sure. And at least that's an ending instead of just you know, kind of drifting the camera back out and hitting the applause sign. Yeah. Hitting right. the applause sign. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this never feels sketchy. Like that's actually probably a good thing about it. Like it never feels like a movie where it's like, Oh, that was a bit. And now this is a bit. And this is a bit like, actually those are those movies like that. And does it feel improv at all? Cause mm. even though, you know, they do a lot of improv, it's like, it feel, it felt, it always felt like their skits were way more scripted yeah, than this, most. This feels pretty scripted. Okay. Like there's a couple scenes where maybe they went a little crazy, but, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like with them almost like the improv all happens in the writer's room mm-hmm. almost where it's like, well, what if this happens, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. it's that seems to be how they write most of their stuff. I will say, like, I mean, you know, it's the kind of thing you see in a, in a trailer, but like when they come up with their street names, that still just the one is hilarious to me. But my, my favorite Key and, Peele, Key and Peele sketches have always been was always the East West Bowl, mm-hmm. like yeah. just them oh, yeah. coming up with the dumbest names possible when he's but when he's just like we ask him what their street name is and he's like tectonic. <laughs> 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 it's just because it sounds like it works, but it's like it's too smart, you know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just funny. Yep. yep. And then eventually having the one white guy who's like Fred Savage, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, with that out of the way, guess what month it is? May. 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 <laughs> Japan in May. <laughs> Shun month. <laughs> that would be the worst. Just call it Japanime. Like, just combine the two and just be like, fuck all y'all. Japanime. We Welcome. may have it right there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, because we're not doing official animation, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever watched any anime for any like extended amount of anything. I've seen bits and pieces of like Cowboy Bebop episodes that I was like, that show's pretty good and has a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. We watched Appleseed. And then we watched Appleseed, which a lot of people are like, no, it's not, because it's all like mostly CG and stuff. So whatever. Sure. Yeah. But but in, in general, D-tank. I don't watch anime. D-tank. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that for second half this month, because it's now or never, man. And because Chuck and I are stupid, we were like, we'll do that, too. <sighs> kind of, yeah. And, and I didn't want you hanging on this by yourself. I've said multiple times over the course of this past week, I'm like, you guys don't have to do this. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> because like I'll get random texts and they'll be like, the fuck is happening in this movie? I'm like, you don't have to do this. But we're we're, we're joiners. Like we yeah. somebody comes up with a dumb idea and we're like, fuck yeah, I'm yeah. in. Let's do this. Right. This guy yeah. was like, let's watch dance movies. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's watch right. dance Thank movies. You. But yeah, sometimes so, we come up with good ideas. I once know. again, <laughs> proving that I am the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dance movies were mostly all right. Yeah, the dance yeah, I, they got bad though. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. But anyway, uh Scott from Dallas, I said, All right, Scott, you're like you're the person who sent us copies of Redline mm-hmm. individually. It wasn't like he sent us a copy. No. He sent four copies and was like, "You guys have to watch this." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Help me do some theme weeks." Yep. And I'm like, "Here's kind of the ones that I want to watch." And I kind of had this short list, and I said, "Give me pairings. Mm-hmm. Like, figure out let's let's figure out some weeks so we can do." First week came up with was Crazy Visual Action Week. Because I was like, I want to watch Redline. I want to get it out of the way so I don't feel bad that you sent this to me three years ago and I still haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we started with Redline. Yeah. 
I watched them the other way around. Well, I, I watched Redline like a year ago yeah, and or so. I don't Chuck, know. Did, did you watch the other one? No. Or I you just, just watched Redline? just watch Redline. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Which do you want to talk about first, Harlow? I don't care. Pick one. Um, I watched them both. So I, right. I rewatched well, Redline and I, I watched. Yeah. So we watched Redline and the other one was Paprika from 2006. Paprika. Mm-hmm. Redline from 2009. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Paprika. Sure. <sighs> Man. Uh it's kind of like Inception before Inception came mm-hmm. out. Yep. I'm sure it's one of those ones where it's like, man, Inception stole everything from Paprika. Kind of. And then they've never seen Strange Days, which is the other half of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's. Uh, and also Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. If you want to blend three movies that make Paprika, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll also mentioned I watched all English dubs. I, I did too. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna. Oh do, my god, yeah. you monsters! Bring well, the hate. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Well, what is it, wrong with you? I wanted to do subs, but then I was like, there is too much going on in every single frame that of this. Is my primary reason for subs over dubs in anime is I want to look at what's happening and not yeah. read. I mean, I can read. This is not the issue. But like when I'm watching when I'm watching fast paced kung fu movies or something where I want to focus mm-hmm. on what's happening on the screen, I don't want to be reading. Yeah. Hmm. It's just it's it's a thing. I can't. It, yeah, I feel like and it there are the certain sections more. where there's tons of like somebody saying a whole bunch of stuff and a lot of things happening in the same time oh, while yeah. they're saying it. And Especially you got to try and follow along. Well, the red line. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paprika is the story of apparently they this company Spice. invents invents this device that lets people share dreams, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then eventually something goes wrong and all the dreams start combining and all the people start getting trapped in the dreams and can't get out. Yes. Huh. Well, parts of that sounded really fun. <laughs> it kind of, it starts like, it is very much a, uh, it's, like, a like, it's a strong opening. Yeah. It's a strong opening because it's this one guy's dream, but you don't know it, but it's suddenly, it's like, he's, he's a detective and he's trying to catch some guy and he's in a circus mm-hmm. and he sees the guy across the way and he's trying to point him out. And as he's trying to point him out, the spotlight pops on him and the conductor in the middle of you know, of the circus goes everyone and points at him, you know, get that guy points at him. Suddenly he's trapped in the middle of the, of like a circus cage. And, and keep in mind, like at this point, you don't know that dreams are like, I knew nothing about this going in like nothing. So you don't know that it's a dream until. Yeah. Then all like everyone that runs at him has his face, you know, Malkovich style. And then he falls through the bottom of it and is like, parachuting through space and then suddenly he ends up in a spy thriller like getting strangled by a dude that he has to fight on a train and like there's just all these random things happening i'm like man that's a strong opening until he you know he wakes up and he basically he's been given a recording of his dream like almost verbatim on a laptop mm-hmm. and it's like that's how this device works is it can record your dreams and you're doing all this and he's he eventually he's he's he teams up with someone named paprika Mm-hmm. who is the girl who's kind of like the one who's the best at all of this. And the whole rest of the movie becomes her and a few of the people who invented the device trying to figure out what the hell happened and why this is happening and how to stop it. And being anime, it goes completely insane, weird. I don't understand what happened, but it looks cool places by the end of it. Okay. Which I I almost don't want to give away the rest of it. So yeah, it, but it 
there was a very long period where Harlow and I were both like, you know, like halfway through, you're like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> like, I have no clue what's happening, even though there is a through line there. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those just like, it gets very confusing because you're not, you're never quite sure what's a dream and what's not for one. And then even when it's not, you're like, okay, because the editing, which, you know, I've, I've noticed with anime is they don't necessarily want to give you everything. They just want to keep moving. So you don't necessarily know why you've suddenly ended up where you are. You just kind of have to go with the fact that you're there, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So that gets a little weird. Mm. But I I can say overall, I liked this one. The visual style is really cool. And it like, especially some of the dream stuff where it gets like almost, it's a weird sort of animation where it's really detailed and super like you can tell there's a lot of detail and everything, but then mm-hmm. they blur it just a little bit to make it look off. Right. Yeah, it's, it's and a- I can't really explain how they how it looks, but it's kind of you know as soon as you see it that it looks different. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's an odd movie. I mean I I don't I don't know how any any other way to come around to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very odd, but I I really 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 liked how it ends. Like the very last scene of the movie, I thought was terrific. Like, like it, it yeah. worked for me in a way. It, I, I know. I and and I love movies that basically end mid scene with a smash cut to credits, sure. which this does. So I'm always going to be a sucker for that sort of thing. I, I just I have things that are going to sound mean if I say them about this movie. So I just don't know. I know. Like I'm trying to I'm trying but to. But it's back. very nonsensical. It, it is like, like it. There's a lot of like very big leaps of logic, and I don't really I don't even know how they figured out half of what they figured out and by the end, what the bad guy is doing, just. I still don't really know. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of don't either. I, but I, I what yeah. I realized with anime is this. It's like dance music. When I'm listening to dance music, I could not give less of a fuck about the lyrics at all. I'm there to hear the, the nch, 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 all that. <laughs> the boots and cats. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what anime is like. I think a lot of it is. I'm here to look at just crazy ass visuals and I don't necessarily care how you've strung them together. Mm-hmm. Like, like the story and maybe that's how I'm going to have to appreciate anime is like music where you could not care less about the lyrics. All you care about is how it's crafted. Mm-hmm. And that kind of feels like how this is as far as visuals go. And it's a very, very neat looking movie, mm-hmm. but it goes some creepy, weird, um, yeah dream I, areas i, I will i will <laughs> so say like speak. i mean i i don't know like I, I know we've talked about like pairing off some of these movies but i mean this movie would pair really well with akira as long as you don't mind things that are almost the same in a lot mm-hmm. of ways yeah because there's like so much in this that's so very similar to akira well, especially towards yeah. the end so akira gets its own week later on sure I'll okay say that. um but yeah i mean i don't know there's things i don't want to necessarily give away i i just yeah. um Fuck, I don't, I'm not going to say it. It's just, it's all, okay. it's all mean if I say it, and I'm not trying to be mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's one I'm definitely going to have to watch again if I want to understand what the hell happened. Sure. Because, <laughs> yeah. Whereas Redline is a lot more straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Redline is a lot more straightforward and also a lot more insane. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say this. I mean, I think I had the same thought, and I don't remember if I even talked about the fact that I watched it. Like whenever I watched it, yeah, I think you did a while did, back. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't remember any of it, which oh, is probably yeah. for the best. 
this movie is fucking exhausting. <laughs> like it's there it is. is so much shit happening on the screen all the time. <laughs> like there's like rarely a fucking breather in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple scenes where it's like, oh, okay, we calm down just for a minute, and but the rest of this is just like literally the most like when you think of like the stereotypical anime like mm-hmm. you know speed lines and everything and people yelling and eyes going wide and bloodshot and crazy and blood and blood and sweat and everything just yeah. exploding out of people that's fucking red line it's it's everything about this movie it's just like everything you think I, of when i say all that it's just like i think you know. i told chuck i'm like everybody in this movie is like a freaking out police captain yep. all the time mm-hmm. yeah pretty much and I, I could not get enough of that like, like I just, I loved it that everyone was just as intense as you could possibly be through 95% of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and it starts strong too. Like the first 15 minutes is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, like it's just, it's, yeah, the, the, the it's cold one open big, essentially. Yeah, yeah. One big race scene cold open, but just like, and, and it has like the best activate the Nas scene ever where he's just like, you don't know fuck about racing. And then he puts the Nas and he's like, ah, just loses his shit. Yeah. I, to- I mean, we're talking like, you know, speed lines and like the guy's like eyeballs, like start like wiggling and like the eyelids like start separating from the eye. Cause he's going so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that crazy shit. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of like almost like rotoscoping type stuff where they're panning around someone's face. That's yeah. just, and they're and they're blurring, you know, they're stretching on the screen from the speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I they, like all of the different racers and their cars have very cool designs to them, which was pretty awesome. But it definitely, uh, it, it definitely felt almost like like when people know that we love Fast Five and the Fast and Furious movies, I see why they're like, you sure. need to watch Redline, sure, because Redline is kind of like if Race Wars in those movies was like the most important thing ever for the fate of the earth, mm-hmm. then that's kind of what red, what red line is. Yeah. But yeah, but the problem is it settles in for, you know, y- you were saying that it, there's something always going on, but for, oh, that second, for a the solid sec- half hour, the second, second act, act yeah. isn't doing much of anything. But still the screen is just fucking busy. Well, yeah, because they'll cut to like news footage of all the people being hyped up for their race. And it is just like, overload yeah like there, there's a like couple japanese tv overload there's a couple parts like when they go to interview racers and they've just got this like paparazzi swarm or whatever oh. and, it, and, it, and it's like it's just it's exhausting because like everyone's talking all at once and like everyone's face is kind of wiggly that's the only way i can describe <laughs> yeah. it and yeah. it, but i mean the, the weird thing is, is like stylistically speaking it reminds me a whole lot of like the Dark Knight Returns, like the TV stuff from the Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. where everyone has like stupid fucking hair and like it's just like well, bikini clad news. It was just like it's just like all this in your face shit of like just mm-hmm. pay attention to the TV, you know. And that's like like I felt like I was getting a very strong vibe from like that kind of thing, but at the same time, it's like I said, it's just exhausting. Like that that act where yeah. like not much is happening, but it's still busy was just like. I almost like fell asleep and there's like that much shit going well, on. Yeah. Like they're trying to have dinner. Like, like he, the, our main guy and the main female character basically are trying to have dinner and like fights keep breaking out. And like someone basically destroys the entire restaurant mm-hmm. around them. Yep. Yeah. It's... And then there's of course just this, the definition of gratuitous nude scene in the <laughs> yeah. middle of that, which 
it's just one of those that's so utterly pointless that it's like, what is, why? Like, are you doing this just because you feel like it's required at some point? Or? There was kind of a joke to go with it, the, but... The, yeah, the, the weirdest joke about it is that she's watching herself on TV. Yeah. The, the, the character in, in question, and, like, they're, you know, they're doing profiles on all the racers, and they cut to her, and, like, she's bent over working on her car, and she's like, oh, thanks, nice shot of my ass, guys. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you And know, then she sits down. And then she sits down, and she's topless. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, the camera just stays there mm-hmm. while she's like, oh, they showed my ass, and I'm just like... Okay, cut away. <laughs> yeah. Okay, enough. <laughs> no. Okay, stop. <laughs> yep. But you get through that, and then the last 45 minutes is another race. I mean, granted, there's a lot of other stuff going on with sure. the, with the, uh, like the, for some reason, the planet they're on, the general that controls some kind of galaxy doesn't want them there. So mm-hmm. he's just ready to fucking murder all of them. Like it, yeah. It's it's weird. It's just one of those like we. It's need just one of those. Because... Hey, yeah, we need conflict. So and and yeah, and they activate some biological weapon to stop them, but then they can't stop the biological weapon, so they sure. detonate it with a nuke that almost blows up the planet. Except all he has to do is hug the girl, and he's fine. Yeah. And it's a, it's another one of those like common like love conquers all bullshit things that's in anime a lot. <sighs> I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, well, kind of. Like, I get it. Love is important, people. I'm not disparaging love. Well, My point is, is love doesn't protect you from a nuclear last, blast. Well, yeah, and the last thirty <laughs> seconds of the movie is what the fuck, love? <laughs> like what? What? Yeah, yeah. Like it. It almost feels like I missed some kind of joke. And I also I asked Scott. I'm like, after you know, after the first fifteen minutes or so, I'm like. Am I supposed to, is this part of something else? Am I supposed to just kind of be familiar with this universe? Am I supposed to, under, you know, was there a manga I was supposed to read? Is there, you know, any, was there something else? And, he's, and he said, no, it's one of those rare cases where this is a completely standalone anime thing that is just this yeah. and nothing else. But the way they drop you in is very much a lot like those worlds that I kind of enjoy where it's like, all right, we're just dropping you in, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, go with it. Well, th- I, I will say about Red Light, and, and Chuck, you've been very quiet about all this except for the gratuitous nudity. Uh, the only thing I'll say about it is like for an for an anime, I like the, the I like the through lines on it. Like I, you know, I just poo poo the whole like love aspect thing, which, mm. which feels like it comes out of nowhere. And obviously, you know, it's like their Deus Ex Machina of love yeah. or whatever. But I mean, it's like I like the through line of like basically his whole reason for wanting to race essentially comes back around to the girl that they met when they were very young, mm. you know, and like, but it's like, he never tells her that or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, at least on screen, but I, I, I just like that. There's that through line that they don't bother to usually connect it. Just be like, I don't know. Here's our main dude. And here's our main lady. Obviously they got to end up together. You know, mm-hmm. there's no usually any deeper meaning than that. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's, it's definitely, it was, it's fun. It's exhausting, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It also threw me off listening to the U.S. dub because it was like all basically the voices from Persona. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I recognize that guy. Where do I? And it was driving me crazy for so long. Well, try try going back and watching Cowboy Bebop now and realizing that Spike is Steve Bloom, who's a voice on yeah. literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get the feeling the same actors get all the. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's a, that's a big one. I'm just saying, like, he's literally, like, he's Wolverine now. He's, yeah. like, oh, at yeah. every video game. It's mm-hmm. there's Steve Loom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, I think I, before Chuck had watched it, I'm like, just be prepared to hear every voice from every video game that's not Steve Bloom 
Nolan North or uh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Yep. But no, I, was talking, I can tell you some of the anime people who do every single anime that you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. But they also generally have range, and they don't just be like, "This is my voice." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Steve Bloom. I mean, Steve Bloom can do nuances, but there's still always there's a timber. It's there's, a, there's, a, there's, a t- there's a timber to his voice that he can never shake, no right. matter what he tries. Yeah. There's a gravel in the end of it that's just like, oh, that's Steve Bloom, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, here's my thing with anime. All right. Um, we don't. I don't what, what is your history with anime? Like, I saw yeah. Appleseed. All right. So that, that was like, <laughs> was that like your first anime? Anything? Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Um. All that time, like all the shit in the video store, just never picked up I, th- any of them. There's always just been so much live action stuff that I've sure. wanted to see that this has just never been a thing. I, I kind of feel like it's it's a distraction for me from my ultimate goal of what I want to do. Um, what is your thing that you want? Your ultimate goal? See all the to? movies I want to see, and mm-hmm. I, as of right now, there is no anime on that list, and I'm not really prepared for a barrage of recommendations to come at me. And you know, maybe I will like some anime. I didn't dislike Redline. It's fine. <laughs> is it Chuck fine? Or yes. Is it... okay. I think it would have worked as a Bamfcast episode, personally. I don't. I really? don't. I, I really don't. So I'm watching it, and like the, the whole race at the beginning, I was like glued to it. I was like, okay, I, I see there's something here. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. into this. Um, it was basically a Fast and Furious movie meets the Laugh Olympics kind of thing. It was that kind mm-hmm. of vibe of all these crazy characters. And I, I spent like the first 10 minutes trying to figure out why there are dogs. Like why there are sentient dogs doing things? And wait, wait! Anime dogs are, are are confusing to you, but little puppies with CGI mouths are perfectly normal. That makes sense. That makes perfect <laughs> All sense. All right, <laughs> but so I it, once it got out of that initial race, I, I guess my thing is is that I've always been a story person, like mm-hmm. over visuals or anything like that. It's always been story oh, you're first. Fucked. Oh yeah, you're, f- yeah. you're fucked. So like when this got into it, it was just like it was like crooked racing. And and I'm like, well, fuck, this is everything. This is everything ever. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, I kind of my eyes just sort of glassed over a little bit at that. And then the whole like 30 minutes on the planet, everyone getting acclimated and stuff. And I was just like, "Uh." and then everyone's yelling, just everyone's yelling. And did they ever explain why the one guy, like the main bad guy, the whole time he's talking, he's just got people digging around in his mouth? Like the whole no. time, whenever that yeah. dude is talking, the, his two lady friends are just constantly with their fingers in his mouth. I thought that was him. I thought he was like rubbing whatever that drug was in his mouth. Was that what it, it was a drug? Yeah, he had like he was something like cocaine on the table. Space okay. cocaine. Well, he's cocaine. Cocaine. fucking <laughs> doing that the whole time. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Just. Knock it off for a second to mm. deliver your line. It's just you know, I I, I get it. I, I I'm looking at this and I'm I'm watching. And I'm like, okay, I can see not only why people like anime, but why people like this in general. I imagine this probably came out at a time where a lot of produced anime was probably done on the cheap and it was starting to look kind of bad. And this looks amazing because it's all hand drawn and it took like yeah. seven years to do. Um, so is I, it because I really thought this movie is like super CG? Is it all hand drawn? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Pretty sure. Um, the mid research. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's I mean, like, I guess it's just so weird. Like, it's so crisp and clean that I, I just assume at this point. I think point, what it's I read, the, the dude worked on it for like seven years. That, yeah, okay, that it, it took it, forever. Um, so, yeah, I just, I mean, I get it. It's just that it's a different, it's a different culture and a different idea of entertainment. And I just don't know if it's something that I, that I need. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I just I don't have an overwhelming desire to seek more of it out. There are so many genres of film that I'm just like, man, I have not consumed all of that yet. Mm-hmm. And I want to like there are times where I'm just like, there's not enough time in the day for me to watch everything I want to watch today. Yeah. And, and nowhere near that list is any anime whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about it just because I love stuff that has I guess I would probably be into shows more because I'm I love ongoing storylines. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I just I, I find that shit fascinating. So maybe movie stuff is not my area that maybe that's yeah. not what I should do. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. I yeah, it's 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 a gorgeous movie. And and the, the dub for this, um, it seems v- like a solid quality. Like it doesn't yeah. seem like it's just this layer of audio on top of it. It's well integrated into it. The the lip sync is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um it it just seemed like it was done with care. And I know I hear horror stories all the time of just like, oh my god, the dub, you know, fuck well, that. Yeah, but that's that's also I mean, these high profile ones like this is what you're this is what you're gonna generally I get. I mean, Akira, this Cowboy Bebop, they all have like professional voice actors doing yeah. it. It's not just like, Hey, you you speak some Japanese and some English, can you mm-hmm. say these words? Yeah. And tell us what they're saying and also say them. Yeah, right. Because that's, I think, literally how some of them are done. Because I've watched movies where the guy's just like, oh, no, look out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, in the first scene in the bar with the girl where she, the first time she really gets any lines that aren't just, oh, no, race. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right. like she's bad. Like there's no other way to describe it. She's not good at all. Mm-hmm. So it's, you wonder how much of that is a translation of the script and just being awkward yeah. in trying to read it and how much of it is, you know, not good. Because, I mean, they're, there's some crazy stuff in that script. Like the general just getting pissed. He's like, what does he say? He's like, do, do they intend to violate our airspace with technology that only exists in theory? Yeah. <laughs> that vermin. Yeah. There, there's some really great lines in it. The The kind of thing that, that always bothers me about this kind of thing is what gets lost in translation in that some of the English dialogue is very reference-y to other English things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's probably oh, yeah. what the the actual Japanese translation is. Mm-hmm. So there, there were some lines of di- some little quippy moments that were like just lines of dialogue from other American things. And I'm like, yeah. eh, come on guys. That's, but again, I have no experience with it. I don't know how common that is, but yeah, I, I, I thought it's, it's pretty. And I, I didn't hate it. I, and watching it, I'm like, I get it. I get why people like this. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know if this is my, yeah. my calling. And that's and see and it's weird that I'm the opposite of you where I'm like I want to see something crazy that I don't have to invest hours and hours and hours to follow, you know, which is why I don't want to do any series or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I may have a series that we could do for this. It's a very it's a super limited run series. Oh, that series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm gonna throw it out as a we'll do it off the air. We'll talk about it. But okay. It's it's a very short run series that I think we should do towards the end because. It's the kind of thing I think you can only appreciate it after you've seen different types of anime because it just kind of blends them all together. Mm-hmm. And people okay. that already know anime probably know exactly what I'm talking about. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. But we have... Uh, <laughs> we've got enough for like seven or eight weeks worth. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure out which one I'm doing next week. Okay. All right. And yeah, some of this stuff's I, not I, easy to find either. Yeah, that's that's another problem. Uh, Chuck, I, I would suggest you just bail on this. I mean, I'm just I'm for your own yeah. sake. I, I'm going to suggest that you bail on this. Well, 
I, depending it, on what comes up, I will at least like look it over and well, see what the plot description is. You as see. a film person, I mean, you're going to hate it because it goes fucking mental, but you should see Akira. I mean, that's just a thing. Everything, everyone. I, I agree. I should see Akira um, and I've got it. So but yeah. like I, I would say that, but then like I, I can make suggestions to like ease you in with story better. Mm-hmm. So see, this is how it works. This well, I'm not happens. trying to turn you to some shit. I'm just trying to say like, it's not all fucking crazy red line. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, again, like we, we said, paprika looks pretty, but I don't know if I know everything that's going on. I don't, I don't know if I'm smart enough to know everything that's going on or if there is something that to know what all is going on there. Yeah, it, it's a lot of like, <sighs> you must be what's going on. Well, it's a lot of trying to translate stuff that's in somebody's head to mm-hmm. make it visual Yeah, without like narrating it, you know, it, like, like. Like a Lovecraft thing where it's like, well, there's the Eldritch horror crept up and does this. And it's like, how do you even translate that to a visual form of an Eldritch horror creeping up, up on someone in a way that mm-hmm. doesn't seem cheesy or bizarre? And yeah, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll look over the titles each week. And if there's yeah. one that strikes my fancy, I might give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like this. For me, I, I'm just kind of sitting back and listening to what you guys are saying about it because, um, like Redline, I have and I've been meaning to watch this. It's a good excuse now to go watch it at some mm-hmm. point in the I, next few days. I think you'll have some fun with Redline. Yeah, and Paprika sounds like actually sounds really interesting. Like I, I we're leaving like out the, a lot of weird shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying fine. it's not like, interesting. We're leaving out a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely loan it to you if you want. Like, I mean, I I watched and it's like 90 minutes. Old so. up grown men smash themselves against each other every week with the barest scintillation, <laughs> scintillation of a plot line, yeah. you know, and I enjoy that. So, all right. Yeah. Like that one sounds interesting. Maybe something else you guys talk about won't be as interesting, but mm-hmm. it sounds like I want to actually watch both of those. Oh, we can hook you up. I know you can. You better. No. But, okay. So there'll be a totally different theme next week. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I think these both fit the uh, crazy visuals week. Sounds like it. For sure. Redline definitely. So yeah, but yeah, and and the animation's impressive. You know, it it never the feels Japan animation. Yeah, yeah, but it just it never feels like like TV stuff that we're used to, where it just feels cheaped out and yeah. keyframed, and you know they shipped it off to a some farm where ten year olds drew all the frames in between. For yeah, it's just a bunch of months. redub scenes from earlier in the episode. Yeah, like wait, it, like, no, like, that those twenty frames already happened, and that's kind of what I was looking for. As I didn't want any stuff like that. Yeah where it just felt like they cheaped out and you know, it just, you can feel the budget watching something like Redline for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. There you go. I, I, I can recommend both of them. Redline much more than Paprika though. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there's week one. So there's your week one of Japan. And May. what was the, uh, what was the theme this week? I, I don't really understand. What was the three crazy line? action? Is that what it was? Okay. It, it was uh, crazy what? visuals. I thought you yeah, just it said was it. the oh, crazy, crazy visuals. visuals. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, yeah. crazy visual. Well, crazy visual action week. Akira lumps into there. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. But that will be an ultra violent eighties week. Okay, Ooh. I look forward to that week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's also uh, at Chuck's request, giant ass robot fighting week. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if I'll participate that. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the last week is to be determined, but mm. ooh, what's in that will, category? It's surprise week. <laughs> it will. It's got to be a Miyazaki week, right? Yeah, I was, it's probably going to be Miyazaki week. But there is one. Well, actually, yeah, I can fit one in there. Actually, now I look at it. But yeah, 
and there, there's plenty, there's a couple yeah. other weeks that we're we not doing. We definitely have to pay some tribute to Japanese Colonel Sanders. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Anime. That's for anime fans. So now you guys, now, <laughs> now everyone can figure out which ones we're going to be watching. That one's for you, anime on fans. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you want to do some contact information there, BJ? Since we're, <laughs> since we're done talking Japanimation. I guess I could. <laughs> if you would like to uh, write to us about how upset you are about us using the word Japanimation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Japanime. That's or what, yeah, Japan that's what I've said. Japan in May. Yeah. If you like. If you would like to send us an email to describe your displeasure with our nomenclature, mm-hmm. you may use bmf at bmfcast.com. Speaking of bmfcast.com, that's the actual website. You can go there and do things. Also, you can give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105 Jacks BMF or 9105-5623. Uh Garfield nope, is nope, uh, nope, nope. You left some numbers out. Yeah, that was a couple numbers short of a full telephone number. Nine one zero five five six nine two six three. That's isn't that not? Nope. The nine two were gone. <laughs> yeah, it was just there like there was a weird contraction yeah. in there. <laughs> I think I just said it too fast for your you mortal did. brains to hear. You probably sure. nine one zero five jocks BMF. Well, yes, that's correct. Nine one zero five five six nine two six three. There it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could call that. You could, but that would be a dumb <laughs> thing for you to do. I could call it right now. I've called it before. I have too. Yeah. When we're not going to be here, I'm like, hey man. Yeah. I got, a, I got a hot tip for I'm you. Like, I've done that. Like, I got a hot take. You up? <laughs> <laughs> Should I not be sending texts to that phone number? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Just don't expect anyone to answer. Yeah, no one's going to okay. answer this. Mm. I've sent about 600 you ups, and I still haven't received a response. Yeah, I'm that's probably a good day. indication that maybe you're probably not up. You're Garfield on, is not you're up. You're on blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blocked. Um, but yeah, uh, call the Garfield phone. Leave a message. We'll get back to you at you know, our earliest convenience. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll return your call we'll shortly. Your call no, we won't return your call. We'll, we'll just get back to you. Yeah, We should do that. We should return somebody's call. Be like, hey, what's up? Hey, man. I heard you uh, called. <laughs> you called. I didn't hear, listen to the message. I just figured I'd give you a call back. Uh, How you doing? I've, considering we have those numbers, I've wanted to do that so many times. Just be like, hey. You driving? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you're driving across just the country in like, a monster truck like, or something? Hey, you up? A- ASL? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But Especially no. funny for the person driving across the but country. But no, we wouldn't do that. For the LR. We would not do that. We no, have we all your phone numbers. Do. We're not going to do anything with them. We're trustworthy people. Yeah. Well, because also, I might already be doing something. Yeah, no, because we'd not. have to give away our personal numbers. Yeah, you? that's no, true. No, I got like six burners. Come on, man. Oh. Yeah, we just I know how to get right, phones. Wow, check you out, Walter White. Yeah. I know how to live, man. Do you snap them? Yeah. <laughs> Make one call and then break it. That's why I have six, because I go through a lot of them. That's fun. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. Out.